0: This is the Joe Ingle Show with DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Joe Ingle Show is brought to you by your hardworking friends at Mountainland Supply. For all your plumbing and irrigation needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. Joined now by Joe Ingles. Joe, good morning. Good morning. Look at you just canceling pool parties on the 4th of July. I think
2: Lay- were not one person's pool party.
0: Laying down the law for your teammates, I don't actually blame you at all. <laughs>
2: I mean, it's just uh, it would it would be disappointing to do all this work for however long we've had to do by ourselves, and and obviously now with with a couple guys in the gym and stuff to kind of waste it and like if we test positive or whatever until we leave, then you're not coming. So why? Why ruin it for yourself and potentially for for your teammates?
1: How good a basketball shape are you in right now? Elite. (laughs) (laughs) How does that compare to what would normally be, say, when you got here in September of each year?
2: Not very elite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I mean, I feel like I'm definitely not 100% because I don't think anyone would be, I think – the, the plan from our staff and all that is to, to build us up and um, obviously have us kind of kind of raring to go by by the end of the month. So um, we've still got obviously a three week uh, whatever you call it training camp or whatever it is in in Orlando and that's where we'll really kinda of ramp up. Obviously we can't do any team stuff right now. So um, doing individual workouts is a lot different to, to playing five and five. So In terms of strength and and fitness, I think I'm strength-wise in my body. I feel really good. Um, I think it'll just take uh, probably those probably that first kind of week to get my legs under me. um, Once we're running, and then um, I'll be good to go.
0: So we hear a lot of uh, confidence from you and from Quinn, and it strikes me, and maybe this is just a me problem, but it strikes me as more confidence. I mean, you always want to be confident, but it strikes me as more confident than you'd usually expect. I mean, there's a bunch of unknowns here. It's weird the way the season has been stopped for so long. But you guys are very confident, and yet you're not even working out as a team yet. So where does all this confidence come from?
2: I think when you – the hard part, obviously, is – I'm, I'm sure other teams are saying and thinking the same thing. I'm sure they're confident. I'm sure they're um, Obviously ours is from, from our team. We we're at our checks, we've seen each other obviously kinda with I don't even know what the actual quota of people per people in the gym or whatever at the moment is, but you see the other guys in the gym and you see um by talking, like that talking and, and all that you get an understanding of what people have done and um yeah, I just feel like our, our team's in a good spot. I feel like we kinda of throughout this whole whole process of being pretty intelligent and smart with what we were doing and how we were approaching it and, and I would beg to differ if there's a better training staff in the land around and um, their plan with with obviously our own players confidence and, and work ethic and all that, it, it just makes you you kind of feel like you're in a good spot. And obviously um, with well it's been brought up a bit, I talked about yesterday stuff not being there and that it's gonna be different. Um, but we we got to figure that out, we, and like I said, I'm, I'm very confident we will figure it out. Um, but yeah, just just all those things kind of combine, like you put yourself in a team in a good spot, and obviously you've got to get to all that right now and just kind of click that switch of, of being a team again. It's, it's like I said, it's very different working out alone than it is um, as like a team of five. five.
1: So this has been going on for what three, four months, whatever it is, and you know it's going to end here. Your little uh, lifestyle that you've had, and you got to get going over to Orlando. How much you've been able to appreciate what you've been able to do as a family
2: these last few months? Oh, man, it's been uh, it's been unreal. I I mentioned it yesterday. I think you guys were streaming my my interview, but um, I always. And this is an only Renee, but obviously mine goes a lot more to Renee. but you, you know how hard it is. You, know, you understand, probably, or you try to understand how hard it is. Um, these, and I don't want to say just NBA wives or anything like that, but these mums and, and wives that are home a lot more than, than what I am or, or husbands working um, or it's a stay-at-home mum, whatever, whatever their situation is, with yeah. you. You don't fully probably appreciate it because you're not you're not living in it, you're not doing it every day. And, um, like I said, not that my not that I never didn't have appreciation for, for what Renee did or um, how she was as a, a mother or wife or anything like that, but I think it um, it definitely spiked up even more. It was it kind of went out this world just because of um, the, 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 those first few weeks. It's like holy, this is awesome for me. I get to be with the kids, and then it becomes a grind. I mean, anyone that's a parent understands it. Um, having kids is, is, can be a grind sometimes. And um, yeah, just that appreciation for the time that we got to spend together. Um, I mean, when we have been together 11, 12 years, it was probably the most we've actually spent together, um, which is kind of sad really in the, in the real world. But it's just the lifestyle kind of that, that I live. And um, yeah, it's, it's sad that um that's the case, but um, I'm so glad that I got to spend the time with the kids, get to spend the time with the day, and um, we talked about a lot. We During this whole process along the whole way, we were like, at some point this is going to end, and we're not going to all be together or whatever it is for, for a certain amount of time, and um, just to try and appreciate every day that it does get hard or the kids are being annoying or whatever it is, and, and just try and enjoy it, because... Um, we we knew it was going to come to an end, and, and obviously that, like you said, is, is coming up pretty quickly. Yeah.
0: So, how much do you lean on technology to stay uh, committed when you go on the world's longest road trip? Here, I mean, it's it figures to be at least two months. Obviously, it could be three and a half. Uh, how how do you stay? What do you, what what kind of new things do you do to stay connected?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, I'll be lucky, like you said, with technology these days and stuff like that. And, um, I mean, I'll be on FaceTime to the kids every day and it's kind of any moment that I've got to, to sit around and, and not be doing much, which is uh, probably going to be a, a fair chunk of, of a lot of the, the days. So, um, I think the hardest part for me, like I said yesterday, is obviously leaving the kids. But um, the little bits that come with that are getting them up each morning and um, I guess I've been spoiled a little bit with, with what went on because I've got to, to get them up every morning and put them to bed every night. This whole process, I actually missed one night because I got locked out of our old house and couldn't get into my car keys to get home in time. And I missed putting them down to bed one night this this whole time. And um, I was actually really, really pissed off that night. So I
1: missed it. <laughs>
2: but just those little things that, um, that I, like I said, I don't get to do usually, or I get to be very sparingly with our schedule. Um, I'm, I'm going to really, really miss. Uh, um, like I said, just the the team, and I want to want to do the best, and I'm and I'm glad and lucky that I've got a supportive wife that, that wants me to go and, and to, to play well and help our team. But um, regardless, I'm I'm going to miss my my kids and Renee um, a hell of a lot.
1: So Damian Lillard said he didn't think everybody was going to be able to follow the rules in the bubble. Do you think you might be a rule breaker and play some doubles ping pong?
2: I'm playing doubles ping pong with my, with my teammates, if you all. Um <laughs> I mean, I don't it, – It's I guess it's hard. You don't know exactly kind of – I mean, the, the rules are obviously there and all that, but obviously we're – I mean, we're, we're testing every day. Um I think, between testing every day and and obviously, like I said yesterday, again, I'm going to make sure I do everything in my power to to be smart about it. Um, So, yeah, we'll see how it goes, but um, at the end of the day, I'm going to do what's best also for for me and myself coming back whenever we end up coming back, because I don't want to ruin coming back home and and potentially having it all, whatever it is. So I'm going to put myself in in the best position possible to, to be healthy when I'm coming back as well.
0: So Lillard, uh, in his story, he had some great quotes. He was talking about PS3, PS4. He's got his uh, music. Basically, it sounds like he's going to have a studio in a room. And, and his books. So are you planning, like, seriously, two months of entertainment? Because it sounded like Lillard had it. He was, he's like, practice games in my room.
2: And I thought he yeah.
0: actually sounded a little like Joe.
2: Yeah, um, I won't really be playing video games. That's um, not, not really my style. But um, no, I've got a lot of other things, and, and I guess we're blessed to have the, the like with Jacob's autism. We've got a charity now, and, and I'll dive into some of the work with that. And um, there's a few other things that have been not necessarily postponed, but just the last few weeks. Everything's been pushed back a little bit just to to spend this last few weeks with with the kids and with with Renee and stuff. So um, I will have some stuff to do. Um, I'm not going to say it's like work because (laughs) it's stuff I enjoy. It's stuff with our charity and and stuff with our how we're building the house in Australia. Just little things that, like I said, have kind of been put on hold a little bit just to to enjoy these last few weeks with with the kids. And, And obviously now we're, I think we're what, four or five days away from leaving. So this, Uh, purely with with my family, and then once we get over there, I'll uh, kind of uh, settle into however life is going to be over there.
1: What do you think the level of excitement is going to be amongst, say, your teammates and other guys in the league to be finally getting back and playing some ball?
2: Yeah, I think it'll be – that's the the flip side of what I was saying. It's like, obviously, I'm really sad and and kind of frustrated a little bit to to be leaving my family for this long because – I've never left the kids for this long. I I've, I have been away since April, so give or take this long, but that was pre kids and she was playing and I was playing. It was a it was a it was a lot different. And um, again, anyone that's that's got kids, you, you don't want to leave them for, for an hour, never mind. Kind of, I think I think it's minimum seven, eight weeks that we're going to be there. Worst case scenario, so uh, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be hard. But I, I like you said. I don't know. I want to be there for my team. I, I want to play um, for the Jazz. I want to represent the Jazz, and um, obviously play really well. So it's a um, it's a bit of a double edged sword because you you want to do the right thing by your family and and all that, but you also at the end of the day, I've, I've got a job to do, and um, that's that's my job is to go there and, and be the, the best player I can be for this next however long we're there for.
0: So even though you haven't had the. Uh you know, full five-on-five practices and the stuff you're used to. You have had the Zoom calls, and the coaches have had a long time pre- to prepare for, uh, you know, playing without Bogdanovich. Do you already, in your mind, even though you can't blurt out the specifics, I get that, do you already, in your mind, are you pretty comfortable with the way things are going to go and how things are going to change and, and your expectations?
2: Um, I mean, I think um, we, we've been kind of unlucky, but lucky with we have been in kind of situations like this before. We've had guys in we've had guys in you know, obviously this year with, with Mike being out and stuff like that. As, I mean, you guys know me pretty well, but I'm, I'm really excited for, for Mike to, to be able to come in and um, have a bit bigger role and, and um, not that, I mean, obviously the you know, is news with guys, but um, I think compared to to Memphis the last couple of years it was really it, it was kind of just him and Gasol um, coming to to our team. We, we obviously had a lot of other guys that could play bigger roles, could score and stuff like that. So um, not that not that his role kind of diminished, but it was it was different to what it was in, in Memphis. So well, i am really excited for him, and and I'll do kind of everything in my power to to kind of get him going and get him. Um, Playing like I know he kind of wants to, and like he showed a lot of times this year, um, pre and post his uh, hamstring or whatever it was. But um, yeah, just really excited for that group. It's a team thing where we're not relying on on Mike or or me or whoever it is to to go and pick up for Boyan. Um, It's a a team thing, but there'll obviously be some different stuff. We had a lot of a lot of plays and stuff that will run for Boyan and. those obviously won't be there because he's a different player to, to what I am. We're not going to run the same stuff for him as we do for me, or for Mike, or Donovan, or, or whoever it is. Uh, uh, yeah, there'll be some adjustments, but we're lucky we've we've got a, a half decent coach that um, I'm sure has spent countless uh I was going to say hours, but probably countless weeks on on what we're going to do. So uh, um, yeah, it'll be exciting kind of once we get there and can dive into that stuff a little bit more.
1: You've often said it doesn't matter to you, but do you anticipate moving in the starting lineup to replace Bogdanovich? Um,
2: I mean, if I was a, a gambling man, I'd you know, put a bit, of, a bit of money on me doing that. But um, I'm also kind of not, I, I think, towards the – and I don't want anyone to gamble responsibly. Um, I, I did get in a bit of a rhythm, obviously. I was playing kind of a lot better. That second stint of coming off the bench, the rotation we had—I think it was me, Mike, and JC—kind of playing together with George and Tony Bradley. I think it was that was kind of the group that we that we were out there with, or that I was out there with, and um, I felt like we got a, a, a pretty good flow. So, I mean, if Quinn wants to to keep me in, in that role, then it is what it is. It doesn't—I'm definitely not going to lose any sleep over it. Um, if he wants me to start and, and do that again, then then I'll jump back in there and um, and do the best I can from, from that position. So it, it still doesn't bother me if I answer the question. Yeah. Uh,
0: we are seeing some players decide not to go. Have you been in contact, texting with your friends around the league and kind of taken their, uh, you know, kind of gauged their mood as far as how many more players will hear not going? You, you have an idea on that?
2: Um, I don't not not in terms of big. Um, <laughs> I think there's what 300, 300 and something players going. Um I, I think there'll be some more, yeah. I, I definitely think there'll be a couple more. I think guys are figuring out I think Dwyer Howard said he was figuring out his situation with his with his kids and stuff and, and obviously I totally get that and, and you have to I mean you can't help but respect it. It's um I think it was Trevor Ariza that too had um something going on with, with his partner, his partner, and, and, a, and a son. And how can you, how can you, kind of judge a guy or, or um, be mad at someone if he's in your team if they're doing something that's that's best for, for him and his his, his child or, or children? So um, yeah, there's definitely. Oh, I mean, I I feel like there will be more players, and um, we'll kind of see how that pans out. But hopefully, it's uh, none of our guys, and hopefully, it's some guys from the teams we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, I mean, it's have a tough you... situation to be home for so long and then jump back into it. Um, I mean, you've got, you got guys that potentially have had the greatest year of their career this year in the 60-whatever games, and going back and there's this injury risk, obviously, which is a part of our job anyway, probably do, um, but it, it probably does a little bit higher having this much time off and then jumping right back into it. Uh, there's a lot of different scenarios that, that each individual is going through themselves. Uh, I guarantee everyone who, who's going has sat down for it at least a. Even if you're a single bachelor that is the healthiest man in the world, you, you're still going to kind of look over things and think about things before you make a decision. So it's it's different for everyone, but but I think you've just got to in this situation respect everyone's decision of what they do and um, kind of go with your team, whoever's with you or, or whoever's not you support.
1: With the no fans deal, have you ever been in a situation where you can relate to that as a professional?
0: Maybe he needs to hit star six, PK. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are you was back, that Joe? That of, uh, we lost that you that, for a second. Was that that bad a question that it cut you out?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was my question, Joe.
2: Oh, that was all right, man.
1: <laughs> I asked as far as this no fans deal, as a professional, can you relate to any games you've ever played in where there was no fans in the stadiums?
2: Yeah, I mean I've played a, a few, um, probably more with national team in, in in the Olympics and World Championships. When you're you're playing your first like first round of pool games, you're, you're playing a, a smaller country, and, and we're lucky as Australians we have a, a pretty decent kind of following and, and family and stuff covered with us, and. Um, that's obviously not empty. Like it's probably more than likely going to be for, for us. But uh, I've played a lot of games where you see a ton more seats than you do when you when you do people. And um, so I think for, I honestly, think for, for international guys that have played, or and the Americans that have played at um, Olympics or World Championships, and those, USA teams probably always got at least some fans there. But um, yeah, I mean, I've definitely played in some games where there's there's limited limited people Um, depending on circumstance and we've played games where they don't don't mean anything at the end of the first round and and no one comes because they would rather buy a ticket to go watch USA or or a a bigger match so um, yeah I won't be too out of my comfort zone I think it would be weird just being it's always different when you're hearing everything that everyone's saying and Quinn can't kind of say something to me in a normal tone because everyone else will hear it you have to So I'm sure teams are going to come up with some funky things to do to to try and hide what we're doing. But, um, yeah, it is is what it is.
0: Do you hear Quinn's voice when the arena's loud and you're at the other end of the floor? Does it just like cut through just because you know it? Or is this going to be weird because now you're really going to hear him because there aren't going to be fans to
2: drown him out? Have you heard Quinn yell at me before? (laughs) Damn straight I hear that from anyone. I could hear that from my house if he was uh... No, it's. Um, I think it's like you said. I think it's like regardless of the the noise or what's going on, you can you you, you kind of just you feel like you're hearing something to a certain extent. And um, I mean, a lot of times it's going to, as loud as even our yeah. ring to get uh, At times there's there's a lot of times of free throws or stuff like that, dead balls, or the referees are doing something. that There is um, quiet time as well, so. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm probably constantly looking at <laughs> Quinn anyway to see what we're trying to run or see, change something or, or see if he's yelling at me or, or whatever it is. But um, I feel like myself and and him have a, a reasonably good kind of connection on the court of of understanding when he does want me to look over and he wants to call a player or he's going to let us roll with with whatever Mike's called or whatever Donovan's called, and um, that's one of the the good things about having a coach like like Quinn is that he he lets us play and lets us kind of go off the feel of um, how how we're feeling. Oh, we feel like something's working on the court. Um, It's different for him watching than it is for us playing. So um, there's times for for both that he's really good with letting us um, call a lot of stuff that we feel like it's going to work.
0: Well, Joe, safe travels. Enjoy the last few days with your family, and uh, hopefully, we'll be able to talk to you from Florida with some of your downtime.
2: Yeah, just make sure you get the times right. I think we're uh, you guys are I think that we're a couple hours behind here when we get there. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll get on the call there and um, see how the holy bubble is going.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't
0: forget to pack the coffee machine, Joe.
2: Uh, no, like you guys think I'm—I was joking. I'm walking on, carrying my coffee machine. Like I'm not putting it under the plane. I don't trust the people putting it on the plane. I'm not letting like uh, equipment manager believe I'm walking on with my coffee machine and ten bags of beans. Alright, <laughs> uh, wait till you see the picture. It all sounds funny. Wait till you see the picture and you realize I'm dead serious. We believe you. <laughs> And no one is allowed, I'm not making coffee for anyone else. So Anyone who's from our team that's on our traveling party or other teams, do not think about coming to my room for coffee.
0: <laughs> All right, Joe. Thanks for a few minutes. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Thanks, guys.